rap music well, like, or oh, is it working? Okay, so Frankenstein Podcast 2. Um, Alright, so starting in the section, the creature goes and goes out, and then he finds three books. Uh, I'm not gonna say. And then he um goes into the cabin with the blind old man. It goes well at first, but then Felix comes home, and then he battles him, and then he runs off. And then Frankenstein's all mad, but then he realizes that Felix and his family they abandoned the cottage, and he finds him like talking with the landlord. So he burns down the cottage as one does. And then he um uh, saves a girl who was um uh, drowning, but then gets shot in the shoulder. And then he go, and then he finds papers in his pocket, and it tells him to go to uh, Victor's home. And then he go, he goes there, finds William. Uh, he's thinking of making this friend, but then he kills him. And then after that, third, yeah, all right, you went a little over the thirty second part. So it starts off with um, the creature finding books, and he like explores all the books, and he finds like a really great connection to it. And then he tries to make friends with the cottage people, but it backfires on him, and he gets beat up. And he, like, kind of, like, gives up on society in a way because he thinks that no one will ever like him. And then he gets shot, and that shows, like, he's, like, super angry now. And he tries to find Victor, and he wants, like, and he, like, and he wants, he proposes an idea to, like, um, for him to make him a mate or also very destructive. Uh, okay, so let me try. Okay, now, so... Uh, the f- creature realized that no one liked him, and he got really upset, so he asked Victor to make him a girlfriend or something, and Victor was like, uh, but then the creature was like, if you do this, I'll go away forever, and then Victor was like, oh, cool. So he make, so he goes on a backpacking trip with his friend, and then he starts making it, and as he's doing it, he's like, wait, no, this is, this, there's too many variables, so he destroys the creature, uh, the new creature, and then Mark. Okay. I think I got most of it down. All right, I'll just start. So, in this section, the creature finds a suitcase with three books. Then he goes to the blind old man and talks about his problems. And then Felix comes in and battles him and kicks him out. Then after, um, the creature gets mad and burns down the burns down the cottage. Then the creature uh, saves a little girl. And then the father of the little girl came and then shot him in the shoulder. And he runs into William, kidnaps him. What's the timestamp? Well, I think I think Jacob covered a lot of it, so I think it was at two fifty. In this section, we'll be discussing the creature's argument and how he started it, and the evidence he used to support it, and discussing if we think it's effective and what would we do in Victor's shoes. All right. So, so starting off, when he begins, he's like talking about his past and what he's been like going through, and like how he had to survive in the wild, learn about all the things that you have to be to survive, like hunger, thirst, uh, and also the properties of fire. And then he finds the Delacy's, and then he lives right next to him. And then he, like, he learns, like, what he is. Like, he learns that he's this monster to these people, and he's just... Yeah, he's not equal. He's just trying to be nice, but no one else is being nice to him, so he's being mean. They can't get past his looks, so they just yeah. assume that he's bad in every way, and then, then they, like he said, everybody just beats yeah, him, right? Like, the only person who did give him a chance was blind, so he, yeah. like, 
you kind of had, you know, no idea that we was talking to, you know. He soon, like, realized that, like, every time he'd ever go around anybody, they'd be scared of him, and they, they wouldn't, like, t- ever talk to him because they'd be too afraid to, like, even get to know him at all. Yeah. And so... Plus, it taught him companionship. Yeah. But he doesn't have... Well, he doesn't have companionship, but he can show, like, looking at the family and everything inside the cottage, he was like, wow, I do not have any of that. I have a dark life. And then he's like telling Victor how like as he observed the co- the college the cottage family and like how like Safi and Felix had like a bond and like he just saw them all working together as one and like he wished he had somebody he could like care for and help. And they knew that he was helping instead of like going like in the dark. Yeah, and then after reading those books he realized that like people like always like you know, a lot of like people always like have friends and something and like if he doesn't have friends like is he really all that human you know so i think like this was in a way effective because it did end up victor saying yes that he would make it the mate because like i guess like his like argument kind of affected like pathos in a way like his emotional side of victor in which, like, he felt guilty, like, he kind of made him and left him and abandoned the creature to, like, develop and, like, live on his own, and then this is how he was treated the whole time, and even treated in a way, like, the creator hates him, like, that's kind of, like, you're like supposed what? to be, like, parent figure in a way. He's neglected, so the person closest to him kind of, like, nearest him, Victor, when Victor, ultimately, when he was in Victor, didn't care enough about him and just ditched him, it was kind of his last... I mean, although, like, he was, like, a mud, he did felt, like, guilty for, like, his creatures, like, his whole, basically, life, what he's been going through. He doesn't really, like, give in at first, and then the creature's like, all right, if you make me this mate, then we're going to go away forever. You'll never see us again. And then he's like, all right, let's do this. It almost feels like kind of a part of, like, the reason he agrees to help the monster isn't because, like, he's moved by a story, but almost because, like, he, uh, if he gets, like, almost, he, it's almost like he sees the, mon- like, the creature as a monster just like everyone else does, and if he realizes that if he creates another one, then he'll be free of everyone else. Like, he, he doesn't really see, he doesn't see the monster any more evil than everyone else does, and that's why he's, like, he only gives them when he, when the creature says, like, I'll go away forever and never contact, have contact with humans again. He's like, okay then. <laughs> I mean, this is, like, this is still a long time ago, so, like, basically, people were still built on, like, basic ideas where, like, looks are sort of everything. Where, yeah. So, yeah. And I guess, like, he used that to support himself in his argument toward uh, Victor because, like, in the end, like I said earlier, he did say yes. And, but, and, like, if I were in Victor's shoes, I'd, like, definitely be, like, really, like, scared because um, he kind of, like, threatened Victor in a way. Like, he said he'd harm his family and stuff. So, I guess I'd say yes. Didn't really well. give him a choice. Yeah. yeah. So, I would I would have said yes and made the mate because I love my family. You know, family is such a great connection. And so, I don't, wouldn't want to harm anyone else. And if I did have already, like, caused two, practically two deaths already, I'd already feel guilty enough and I wouldn't want to harm anyone else so it was it would be my fault that I made him so I better help him out interesting how the punishment 
proposed by the by the preacher would be to harm his family and harm his connections because he wouldn't give because Victor wouldn't give the monster his own connections with others. It just sounds it's just weird how he's how he's striving to get he's willing to take away from somebody else if he doesn't get his way. Like almost his punishment is to make Victor see how hard his life is. Yeah. To like put him in his shoes and like show him like isolate. Yeah. Well he knows isolation but like with by himself and with nobody and everybody hates him. It's like forced isolation. Yeah. If I was if I was in Victor's shoes I I mean I would have been skeptical at first. I would have been like thinking like is this story actually true is he just trying to get more is he just like like i didn't really like personally see his story all i know is that he killed my younger brother and also caused the death of my one of my favorite friends so and i just feel like i would like say that i would but then in the end i would like try and like create a plan to like kill him like undercover and then like when I try this I'll probably fail and then he'll just kill me like while I was reading that I was kind of like exactly thinking like you know Victor's probably plotting something underneath that he's not telling us about like I mean like and then in the end when he just finally snaps because he just doesn't want to make the, the female monster it's just that, like yeah I, I was kind of expecting something like this like personally I probably wouldn't go into like doing this for the creature because he did kill two people and kind of like he is a monster but like he does he does show that he has fe- like feelings and emotions and you can see that Victor is still willing to commit atrocities like yeah. you can, I can be a nice person but if I go out and yeah. kill a kid because he's he's related to you. Yeah, that kind of like your like yeah mental state is definitely not intact. I mean, if you're in the mindset of a person in that time, it would definitely be like much more different than it is now because like maybe we would be thinking like like we could just be like basing him off of his looks like oh his story's not true he's he's clearly a monster like. We could think that, and then, but I mean, Victor does. He, he does. Kill a kid. Yeah, he did. He did kill a kid. He did kill a kid, and then the kid was also really close to him. So that probably like, like when someone close to you loses, it kind of cloud. Like it kind of clouds you. Cause like murder is not good in general, but like when it's close to you, it's kind of like it's you just meet a the little bit. Yeah, it's just actually a lot crazier. Yeah. Like and it takes a certain it takes a certain mental state to yeah. carry out something like murder or yeah. something close to. Considering Victor kind of went out to the mountains to kind of cope with this already, he wasn't really in that mental state to like, you know, forgive the monster just yet. I don't blame him for not forgiving. Him. Yeah, I don't blame him either. Like, he only ever did. For part B, the creature finds a suitcase with three books. Discuss each of the books and how they contribute contributed to the creature's understanding of the world around him. What is Shelley saying about knowledge? And why do you think she picked those books? Alright, so I feel like that these three books, Thoros Wetter, Plutarch's Lives of the Noble Greeks and Romans, and Paradise Lost, it's like the three main concepts that uh, the creature knows. So 
Before Paradise Lost, it's basically like his interpretation of what of what the history of mankind is and how they're basically like doomed to fail. And then he's the worst. Yeah, of course. And then in Plutarch's Lives, he learns about like certain human beings, and then he learns like what humans are capable of. And it's sort of a little bit like. Uh, exaggerated because it's like stories of Alexander the Great, Julius Caesar, uh, Cicero. It's like those great people. But then Soros is wetter. It's like different. It's like his interpretation of what love is. Like from this book, he learns, like he sees connections with Felix and Safi's relationship. So then he like begins to like find out what love is. And then eventually this like leads to him like wanting a female creature where he can like be with forever and somewhere else yeah. adding on to like sores of Werder, like i agree that it's definitely focusing on love and like how like he does want a companion himself however it also like shows that like things won't always go your way because like obviously charlotte loved albert instead of Werder, so it kind of shows that like not everybody's gonna love you or like not everybody's gonna like kind of like go with your own feelings like everybody has everybody's different and then there's always going to be like a conflicting thing that will stop you from being like getting what you want kind of actually kind of functions as like it kind of feels like foreshadowing too because like towards the end it's like you know like because like he's like he wants to he wants like love, just like you know the guy in uh, Warder's. Uh, uh, Star's a young Warder. He like wants love and like, and then he gets super close to it. Like he ends up like developing bonds with the characters, but then it's just taken away from him at the last minute. Like kind of like how Victor destroys the, the girl. You can definitely see that there's similarities between the book and his actual state. I mean, on page 138, he actually did say he found himself. In a similar, yet at the same time, strangely unlike situation. So as you can see, like, I feel like in the book, um, since um, the main character wasn't able to get with the person he loved because there was, like, blocking, um, she was with somebody else, just something that he wishes he had but never got. And that's just like, um, just like the monster. He wishes he had companionship with him. I mean, at that point in time, he thought to himself, he'll never get it. Because nobody wants to be around somebody who's that scary. And, yeah. And for Paradise Lost, I find, like, I feel like uh, this, like, he says that Paradise Lost is the book that really spoke to him, which, I mean, it's the one that actually didn't happen. But, like, uh, I think it speaks to him because, like, it show it, like, so, like, the Garden of Eden story is, like, there's an apple of, like, knowledge and everything. If you eat it, then you'll, like, gain everything. But it also, like, you'll lose, like, purity or something like that. I, I don't know. I don't know a lot about it. But it's kind of, like, I think he kind of connected to it because it showed that, like, you aren't just given knowledge right away. And, like, you have to, like, gain, like work for knowledge. Like Knowledge comes with consequences as yeah. well. 
Like yeah. We, that was an idea that was discussed last week. Yeah. As he gained more knowledge and he gained a larger understanding of the people around him, yeah. that the world itself, he ended up seeing that the human race was terrible, flawed. Yeah. <laughs> and, even, and even he went through those stages. Like, he started, like, as he gained more knowledge, he started, like, kind of being, like, he started, like, murdering people because he became, like, well, everything is, like, the human race is flawed, then, like, I should, yeah. Everything's gonna end poorly anyway as he yeah. as well. And I feel like that's what, like, that's what Shelley's trying to say about knowledge. But for the creature's case, he, like, used these books to structure what he thought was right and wrong. But then once he, like, actually, like, tried to act on it, like, when he went into the cottage and then when Felix came back, he just learned about the true extent of what it actually is beyond these books. Like, and then that's what sort of, that's what makes him into the, like, the monster that everyone else sees him as. Like, because of, because, like, he's, like, mistaken about the knowledge from the three books, he's just, like, changed into the, into, well, not, like, an evil creature, but definitely, like, one that, like, kills and one that does horrible things. Yeah, I think that Shelley picked up Paradise Lost in this section in her book because, as it says in the text, like, it says, like Adam, I was apparently united by no link to any other being in existence. And then later on, he says, I considered Satan as a bitter emblem of my condition, for often like him, when I viewed the bliss of my protectors, the bitter, bitter gall of envy rose within me. I kind of see, like, like um, the creature's thoughts of, like, challenging between, like, kind of, like, a demonic and, like, a human kind of aspect. He's trying to challenge himself through because, obviously, he's not a regular human. That's why he's not bonding with anybody so he's kind of like Shelly chose this to show that like he's challenging his mind trying to figure out who he is in society because he's obviously different from everybody else and like it's just like because you know like Satan and like Adam they're like two different beings in a way so he's just trying to figure out like he sees aspects of himself in both of those characters so he's just trying to figure out who he is I mean remember he sees uh, Paradise Lost as a true history so he like thinks that there was actually a Satan that like came down and then uh, tempted tempted Adam and Eve. Yeah. So so he could like kind of like he might be using that to like see that for him as himself. Like he's. Okay, so now we'll be like talking about what each of our favorite books were and how we think that like the how uh, the creature like how it would have impacted him and how he would have turned out as a result of reading our favorite books instead of like the three he did read. So one of my favorite books in like elementary school was Wonder. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but it was like Augie and like how he had like a condition in which like you know he had like a deformity in his face and like everybody was like scared of him kind of in a way. Like they just didn't want to be around him because of what he looked like and that like connects to like the creature obviously right now because people avoid him just because he's like that. But like everybody's different on the inside, like they have different personalities. Yeah, but then like in 
that story, he like uh, Augie like gets he like gets friends and then he yeah. like see who he is. Yeah. So like if the creature would have read Wonder, like he could see that there are people in the world that will accept him for who he is in a way. Maybe. Probably would have found a lot about the book that he connects with too. Uh, I would say like I mean Harry Potter like I read that series when I was like three years old. It wasn't an elementary book. And I, and that those books it basically like opened my knowledge to like fantasy and sci-fi and all of the fun stuff with that. And if the creature read those, he would have like th- he would have definitely thought like Harry Potter was some sort of like true story. But it would have like like he sees like Harry Potter as sort of this like hero that like that he he's not really like accepting towards his role at first like he's like like when he goes to Hogwarts he's still like bewildered that he's like famous and he's like the famous Harry Potter so maybe the creature could think like maybe he's some sort of like maybe he's some sort of like eventual hero that could like save people but then when he like goes out to the cottage and then Felix battles him he'd have like a much more deeper like deeper impact in him and his hatred for human will like grow mm-hmm. so I've actually never read Harry Potter myself but I'm just kind of Going on that right. idea. I've only read but, like, like half of the first book. <laughs> but like, I guess like the creature could see that like people, there's different kinds of people, you know, like because like they have like they're a different kind of group, and like obviously what he's experiencing is regular human beings and cottage people, like regular families. So he could experience that there's just different people in the world, and he could be accepted in some way. So growing up, I always loved. I can't, I can't pick any of the, the books, but the Lord of the Rings trilogy, I just, my mom wanted me to read it, and I got really into it, and basically, I feel like, this is, this is taking it to, like, more, I guess, direct level with the monster, or the creature, is that, like, if you were to read it, obviously, you would take it, like, you take it like it was actual history, which would be kind of crazy, but, um, basically, the main opponent, the orcs, like, he would connect himself to the orcs because both of them were, um, let's just say, on the uglier side, and every single book, the orcs were committing all these atrocities, they were killing everybody, and it was the enemy of mankind, and they had numerous battles over it, and they were eventually, in the end, they wanted to defeat the orcs, and the, um, Sauron. But I feel like the monster read that all he just, all it would do is cement his belief that those who are feared for those um, feared ones, like, kind of pushing towards looks. So, like, if you're scary looking, then you're feared. But, um, I feel like it would just cement his ideas in saying um, everything on the more unnatural and unsightly side would end up being inherently more crazy and um, mankind would not accept them in their society. Regardless of what they were doing, I mean, 
he did kill a kid. The orcs killed a bunch of people. So they weren't entirely great people or creatures. But I feel like he'd, he'd connect on a more personal level. I feel like he'd only get offended. Maybe he'd like, might see it. Like, I've also never read Lord of the Rings. So I'm just going with what you're saying. Like, he'd like, kind of be like, society would accept him because, like, if the orcs, I think, if they were like, if, if they could tolerate what they'd done to people, if other people could say, oh, yeah, they kill people, it's fine. Yeah, in a way, I don't know if it was fine or not. But, um, like, he could see, like, oh, I can do this, and I'm still, like, a good person. Not to mention the orcs were uglier side, and in all the uh, the light side with the elves, they were portrayed as very beautiful creatures, and then they were fighting the ugly, bad, terrible mass genocide. You see your book? Yeah. Uh, well, I wouldn't say it's, like, any of the literary classics like you guys said about, but, like, a book that was, like, really important to me growing up was the Dire Voipy Kid books. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, the, like, the, I don't know, like, not if you notice in those books, none of the characters are portrayed, like, almost none of them are portrayed in a positive light. They all have, like, a lot of flaws to them. Even the main character. Greg. Yeah. He's just, he, he's super, in, like, into himself and super conceited. And I think it would, like, show the monster, like, how much, like, about all the flaws of, like, humanity and that stuff. But also, it would probably show him about, like, all these sorts of problems that humans face, like, just on a regular basis. Not major problems, but just problems with, like, social life and all that that he could maybe connect to. But it would probably not do a lot for him helping out humanity because no one in that book is really a great person. If I were to remember the Diary of the Kid book, I would have picked it. Yeah. Yes. I read every one of them. I loved all of them. Alright, so consider the impact our modern media would have on the development of a creature. If he was created today, how would he turn out? So, I feel like he would have turned out much differently because in this time we live in a society where everyone is accepted for who they are and it only matters on like what's like within. So, even though like maybe some people could like, res like not like the creature at first, but then he gets, but then eventually he like works his way to be like socially accepted and then he becomes like. I don't know, hashtag trending. But at the same time, we live in a society where everybody, where the idea is everybody has to be accepted for who they are, but in all actuality, when you go on, say, Instagram, everybody's under this kind of, like, cover where they have to just look their best online, but in reality, their lives are a little bit different than how they're portrayed, mm -hmm. and it's kind of like the better-looking people get. Yeah, yeah, I also like, agree, because, like, there's always, like, social media in comparison to, like, real life, because, like, in real life, you can definitely create a bond with somebody by, like, who they are, but when it comes to, like, social media, it's, like, kind of also based on looks as well, because you yeah. just see a picture, you see it's like a Snapchat, you see, like, a message, it's you just like based the cover on... Of somebody. Yeah. But if, if you only saw the cover of the creature, that's everything that he doesn't want people to know about. Because on the surface, he's scary and he looks dangerous, but deep down he could be somewhat nice and caring. But you don't see that in a picture of somebody on the beach. And like definitely like something that impacts like a lot of people in our society is like how many likes you get, how many followers you have, you know, and often notifications, all that. It's like if he like if that's the his mindset he develops, like, oh I don't have enough followers, I don't have enough likes, he kind of will like also be brought down <laughs> to where he is in the book because people aren't accepting people don't like him because of the way he looks in a way. 
So I think that the our society, our modern media will definitely like kind of form him in the way he is right now, where it's not accepted. Yeah, it feels like our media, like really, like the way like modern like social like not in real life, but like more on media. But like it really doesn't want you to show like who you are as a person. It really does want you to hide behind the shell of like who, like whatever whatever's popular, whatever's like the big thing. And right, uh, like the creature is not something that like he, he's not good at that. Like he's like who he is. Like he's. He's barely developed who he is by this point. Like, he's still learning. And, like, I feel like it would definitely, like, put him into, into a different path if he, you know, was influenced by, like, Instagram and stuff instead of yeah. I mean, Paradise Lost. Yeah, but, I mean, in our generation, we're, like, taught to, like, ex- like see people for who they are and not what they look like. So, and there's definitely plenty of people in the world today that would, like, they wouldn't, like, out cast the creature they they would like try and help them they would like make them like one of well not one of their own they would like make them like they would accept him for who he is they wouldn't just outcast him and i mean the polar opposite type of people. yeah there is definitely those i call it say if he were to i mean this is so weird imagine if he were to get on social media he would get a lot of hate comments. That's just how it works. It seems like it would be more accepted if the, these people met him in real life, because then they get to see like who, what kind of a person he really is, and not like who he's trying to be in order to like attract you, uh, or not attract, but like you know, just to like you know get likes and stuff. He'd strive in an environment where his looks didn't weren't the first impression, because obviously your looks are your first impression a lot of the time, unless like you're meeting somebody through email or something. Yeah, but. Yeah. Um, I think that, like, if he was, like, created in a more mature audience kind of way, like, more adults in our side, and besides teenagers, because obviously teenagers are all over in the social life. But, like, if it was adults, like, today we have people accepting, like, different sexualities and, like, accepting different races. It's, like, in a way, like, they can accept him as well. Like, they're, like, changing their mindsets that, like, everybody is different in their own way, but we are still humans, like, even though he's not technically a human, but, like, we are being that live on this earth. Yeah. I can agree with that. I wonder if, like, we would, I wonder if, like, people would, like, try to study him. Like, like, let's say Victor, like, made him in secret, but then once he, like, got out, people just found, found him, and then I wonder if he was, like, being, like, tested on and studied. Definitely. I think yeah. that they would offer that to him. That's what happens in, like, say, if you are born with a special illness. I mean, there's plenty of movies where, like, people that are, like, different or, like, maybe aliens or something are, like, taken in by the government and then they're, like, tested on and stuff. I wonder if, like the creature would be, like, tested like Part on of me, stuff. like, was thinking right before he said that was, like, this is, it would probably end up something like one of those really cheesy buddy movies where one of them is, like, a talking dog or something. And it's, he's, like, gonna be experimented on. But, like, in this case, he doesn't have anyone to defend him because, you know, unless he, like, met some people who, to become friends with, like, not many people would probably go to his side unless they, like, truly know him. So it'd be kind of hard for him, too. And then through, like, the experiments, he just becomes, like, mean and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Feel 